How is it going, everyone? It is once again me, Chewy, and I am one of the hosts of the podcast titled Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. And I am once again joined by Mariah. How's it going, Mariah? It's going good. I'm excited about tonight's episode. <laughs> I bet you are because it's one of your favorite topics, is it not? Yes. well yeah before we jump into that though let's remind our listeners mariah that we do have our social media accounts we have our facebook instagram twitter etc the easiest way for them to find us is to go to our linktree page which is linktree.com slash myths behind lgds and if you're listening to us on anchor or spotify the link to that linktree (laughs) is conveniently placed on our podcast description so you can just click on there and visit us in social media follow us write to us buy our merchandise and also uh, when you're done finish or sorry when you're finished excuse me listening to the episode you can leave us a five-star rating because why not so anyways maria what is the topic for today so, today's main topic is going to be Island of the Dolls, La Isla de las Muñecas. Um, okay, so uh, let me go ahead and run away from here for, <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so before we start, let me just say that I don't have a phobia of dolls, which I'll talk about a little bit later on in the episode. Not my own personal experience, but, but well, maybe a little personal experience. I don't know if it's actually an experience or not, but anyways. I'll talk a little bit about that, but I'll, I'll also talk about the actual condition that people are... That suffer, rather. They, they have a phobia of dolls. And me, personally, I think some dolls can look creepy. Not all of them, but it just depends on also the context, the situation in which I'm in. But, um... I can live with dolls in certain cases, so I'm just throwing that out there, Maria. <laughs> oh no. So you're probably gonna have like chills and <laughs> your hairs on your arms go up. <laughs> <laughs> I already do by now, by the way, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maria, so having said all that, why don't you go ahead and share the information you have for us on the island of the dolls, La Isla de las Muñecas? Where is it? Where can you find it? Yes, so you can actually find this island of the Dawes. It's in the south of the center of Mexico City. So right off the bat, when I heard about this story, I just fell in love. I'm obsessed with Dawes. But this story did remind me a lot about La Llorona. Definitely, like, big time, but in a more creepier way because it has to do with the doll. (laughs) (laughs) These dolls, if you Google search Island of the Dolls, they look creepy. Like they look creepier than your average spirit Halloween store. (laughs) These dolls are so, so beautiful. So it is believed that a young girl Um, A long time ago, I believe it was in the 1950s, um, this little girl, she drowned in, I guess, around this island. And so she, I I guess it was her spirit. I I would say it was probably she came to a man who, who lived on the island or whatever. And I guess she haunted him <laughs> since this was his property and stuff and so so the story goes the legend goes that she had he had actually heard her crying out you know on his property and everything saying quiero mi muñeca quiero un muñeca either she had one previously maybe that she lost or she just wanted one so it haunted him every single day. So he he was like, okay, I'm going to go get her a doll and put it on a tree. And so there, there are a lot of trees near this little island. So he went and put a doll for her. And then the freakiest thing happened was that the next day he saw a new doll 
on the tree that he didn't even put there, mind you. So that is so weird. How did that random doll, second doll that he didn't even place get there? So that is really, that's one of the questions that I'm really interested in is how that happened. So, um, so yeah, so a new doll would show up every day on the trains. And so apparently um, this man, he died um, around the same spot where the girl drowned. A lot of people believe that he, his possible death could have been because of the girl that she haunted him, I guess, so much. I'm not liking this story already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Island of Your Dolls, it says here that it was named in the 1950s. So this could have happened in around maybe the 30s, 40s is when this incident happened about the little girl drowning in the island. So again, kind of like La Llorona, but in a creepier way because it has to do with a little girl. So I wonder if this little girl's spirit got into maybe the one of the dolls or multiple dolls. <laughs> <laughs> like with any story slash legend of any place, I think there's variations depending on who you ask, depending who's telling you the story. So basically I have found a couple of different resources here that I'll be reading off of. And yeah, they do mention that the story goes that this gentleman found the body of a dead girl in the lake or the canal and his name was Julian Santana Barrera. So because in Mexico we have two last names, we're cool like that. Um, <laughs> so he allegedly found this dead girl around this island and when I say island it's not really an island in the sense that people think of an island. Um, the islands in this part of Mexico are actually, for the most part, man-made. So, they, yeah, so, um, and it goes back to the time of the Aztecs and stuff like that, and I don't want to get too much into that, but basically what they did is, they found the lake, and they drained parts of the lake, but they couldn't drain it completely, so they would build their structures on top of the, the water, kind of. So... So that's why the, the soil in Mexico City is so unstable because it used to be a lake <laughs> in there and that's why they have all these earthquakes and stuff like that. Um, so this island, which is the, the word for it, and I'm not sure if it's Spanish or some dialect of, of the Aztec people, but the names of these islands is, is uh, Chinampas. That's what they call them. Uh, yeah, so instead of calling them like like islands or whatever, they call them Chinampas. And this gentleman allegedly, yeah, he, he lived in the area and then he kind of found this dead girl in the canal. And so some people say that he actually got the dolls because he wanted to scare the spirit away. Because he felt like she was haunting him for not saving her life or something like that. So, some people say that he figured, well, if I hang up all these weird, creepy dolls, then the girl's going to get too scared to be hanging around here anymore. So, so then she won't be able to, <laughs> to haunt me anymore. And then some other people say that it was the opposite, that he wanted her around him. That he wanted her to not go away because he enjoyed her company. So, I don't know which story you prefer. I don't know which one is your favorite version, but mine is neither of the two. <laughs> yeah. But which one do you like? I I believe that she did haunt him. So do you think that he wanted her around or he didn't want her around him? He didn't want her around. Okay, so he was scared of her. Yes. Hmm. Or something. <laughs> In a form of a child, like, that's really creepy. Can you imagine a little girl just... Imagine seeing a ghostly little girl in your home base and she keeps haunting you every day. I don't know if I could live with that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it would make every anyone in, not insane, but just a little edgy. I, I know I would. So that's the version that I strongly believe. But also there are a lot of different opinions that people have. And that's really interesting too, and what they believe in with this story. Yeah, because I mean, like any any topic that we cover, I mean, that's got to do with the supernatural and stuff like that. I mean, I believe in that stuff. You believe in that stuff, and whoever's out there listening to us, I would like to think that they do. But even if they don't, I mean, that's respectable. Like, I'm not trying to change anyone's minds here, but, um, I mean, that's the the the, <laughs> the thing with us is that I mean, we do believe in stuff like that, but. I also think that sometimes things could be explained through other means and not necessarily, oh, it's something supernatural. So, talking about that point of view, some people say that this man was actually mentally ill. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I have no knowledge. I didn't read too much about that, to be honest. So, I mean, just for the sake of argument, how come nobody would help him then if, if people thought this man needed help, psychological help or something like that. I wonder if they tried to help him and he didn't want to leave or what the issue was. When sometimes a person is mentally ill, they don't want to change their routine. They want to kind of stay where they're at and they come to believe whatever it is they believe as fact. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it depends on which per perspective people like, but since we are a supernatural show let's go ahead and keep going that direction <laughs> <laughs> so no but i just want to bring it up because it's a thing that people mentioned that oh maybe, like it's i don't know if anybody actually interviewed him or i mean i didn't look too much into that to be honest but yeah some people suggest that oh maybe he was just a mentally ill person and being there and doing what he did gave him mental peace and stability so if he was happy doing that he wasn't really hurting anybody then okay i mean just let him be and, and kind of let him be his own little island over there in, in the middle of nowhere. But the dolls. Um, I'm looking at pictures right now, Mariah. Yes. Online, and I don't know why I'm doing this because I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give myself nightmares. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, but I mean, these aren't your typical dolls, are they? Yes, my dolls. I have so many that look exactly like the ones on this island. So they're very, a bit old school, I would say. And they have a lot of these dolls from the island. They all have markings on them. Or they look like abandoned, I would say. And there are there is one photo that really freaks me out from this Island of the Dolls story is this doll. It has... I'm not sure if it has blood red eyes, but it looks like it's bleeding blood from its eyes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't think I have that picture on, on here. <laughs> um, but I'll ask you about your dolls in a minute, but the ones that I'm looking at here, they're, a lot of them are missing clothing. They don't have any clothing. It's just like the, the little body of the doll without any shirts or dresses or anything like that. A lot of them are missing their eyes, which is creepy as hell. <laughs> um, a lot of them are missing limbs, so arms or legs. Most of them are missing their hair. Some of them do have hair, and it looks all greasy and, and in disarray. So I'm looking at one right now that's going to give me nightmares for sure. It looks like Chucky, kind of. <laughs> like the Mexican Chucky. <laughs> because... He's got what looks like a white little shirt on him. And his hair is red or reddish looking. And yeah, it, it looks like it's in a weird position. I don't know. That's it's freaking me out here. Um, <laughs> I'm just going through the gallery. There, I mean, yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. And wow, there's one that's literally just a head that's on, like, on a post or something like that. There are so many just headless. Oh, and then there's one with just the body without the head and without the legs and arms, too. There are lots of those as well, like body parts. 
and such. <laughs> Luckily, this place is in the middle of nowhere. Imagine like you're just kind of going somewhere and you happen to get lost and you come across this place. <laughs> <laughs> I would be terrified. Well, I would be terrified, but inside I would be screaming of joy. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a weird sensation there. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to have my facial expressions look super excited if there's people around. <laughs> I would go crazy there. I would just, I would love to camp there actually. One night, just camp underneath the dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you, I mean, if you could make something like this around your house or in your house, would you do it? Yes, and I do. I mean, yeah, you have like your dollhouses and everything, but I'm talking to the extent of this because allegedly there's over 2,000 dolls in this place. I am definitely almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. Just put doll dolls all over my trees, but not any kind of doll. I want those dolls that look super abandoned. But yes, I definitely would if I did feel that there was this little girl whose spirit was still here. I believe I would put a doll outside of my house for her. Like protection? Yeah. And also <laughs> to maybe in a way to help her. Or get her, ha like, get her... Maybe that's also another thing that he may have done, in a sense, was to bring her joy. Because her spirit wasn't at peace, it sounds like. And going back to, to the the version of, of, you know, people thinking this guy was just some, some mental health patient. Um, they went with that, I forgot to mention, and that's why I'm bringing it up right now. They came up with that idea because allegedly nobody could find evidence of any dead girl in the area. But I mean, it's it's so long ago that I mean, it's going to be real difficult to prove either one way or the other. Yeah. So, but there's always people and, and myself included. I mean, I like to try to find reasonable explanations for stuff first before I jump into the supernatural ideas. But I'm not close-minded. I mean, I, I believe in supernatural stuff, but... Um, yeah, so I just wanted to, to bring that up because I, I don't think I've, I mentioned that earlier. That allegedly there was no evidence of a girl dying in that area anytime in that time period. But like I said, it's so long ago that I don't think it's going to be easy to prove one way or the other. So the judgment is on you, the audience. And I'm looking at another picture here, which has a creepy looking doll head which looks, looks like a baby head with a bald head you know no hair on it and it has no eyes and it's got this weird creepy little smile on it <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah definitely the stuff of, of nightmares uh, but what I'm looking at here was what caught my interest is there's this sign and I don't know who put the sign up I don't know if it was the gentleman that lived there, because he used to live there, by the way. He didn't just visit. He used to, like, camp there forever. Um, so I don't know if that was him, or I don't know if it was the person that took over, because when he died in the year around 2000, 2001, I think, from what I read, his nephew took over, and his nephew was also kind of in the same idea that, no, but we need to keep doing this because it, it's tradition, and it... It's what my uncle would have wanted. And I believe he passed away in 2020. The nephew. The nephew? Oh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he's been dead for a couple of years already. So I'm not sure who's taking care of this property anymore. I'm not sure if it's his family or if the government took over or somebody. But <laughs> there is a sign there that's written with paint. And, of course, it's red paint because it looks like blood. Or maybe it is blood. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... What the sign says in Spanish is the following. Los intrusos serán casados, destripados, y destazados. So, basically, that sounds a lot 
more menacing in Spanish because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what it says is intruders will be hunted down, gutted, and dismembered. Dismembered. That sounds like an over-the-top trespassing sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's why I said, I mean, I'm not sure who put the sign up. I don't know if it was the gentleman or his nephew or somebody else as, as just like a, a scare tactic kind of thing because... I would imagine that a lot of people want to visit this place and maybe steal some of the dolls. Have, have you heard anything about that, about anybody stealing any of them? No, but I have heard that a lot of people, they go and leave a doll around this, this um, island of the dolls on a tree for an exchanges for such as blessings or miracles. And all of those sorts. Okay, so I didn't read about that. So you're saying that people take dolls as offerings in exchange for favors? Yes. Or... Yes, they do. And they also change their clothes as well and maintain it as a form of worship as well. Okay, so there are people that actually worship these dolls. Yes, which is wow. very interesting. <laughs> that definitely is interesting, but... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would want to meet one of them, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And ask I him can... a couple of questions. Hey, so how come, who are you praying to? Like, what is the, the entity or who are you asking a favor from? The dolls or what's the name of the spirit or the demon or whatever? You right. Like, what moves them? What drives them to do that? And also, are there any, any ones that are evil that also has crossed my mind as well if there are some that are evil spirited and stuff so this became some sort of like a religion or cult for some people huh yes yes it has and it still is today that is a that's a practice in today because i just read on reddit that they're and visits this place and also offers dolls and such for an exchanges of miracles and that. So yeah, so it's still happening today. And this post was, I believe last year, um, the post when it was published. So it is very much still an active place where visitors do go. Um, either to tour or to do those offerings. And it's it's really interesting to see different religions and different beliefs and and also have they gotten their answered offerings that whatever they prayed about or anything like that. So that's also really interesting that I would love to know more about if they were able to get answers to whatever they wished upon the dolls and such. That is definitely a very interesting thought. <laughs> I mean, wow. I, I didn't really know that people still went there and did these things and prayed for blessings and stuff like that. Oh, wow, that's a little bit too intense for me there. <laughs> I mean, to each their own, I guess. I mean, everyone's welcome to have their own beliefs and stuff, but... I don't know if I would actually ever want to do that. <laughs> I mean, I would visit the place, but I don't think that I would ask for a favor from a... Because, I mean, looking at it from the perspective of, of a horror movie fan, asking for a favor from <laughs> stuff like this, it never really ends well for the person asking for the favor. <laughs> yeah. This definitely reminds me of Annabelle. <laughs> yeah. The movie, so... That gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, no. I don't think I would personally do it. But I think that's a very interesting thing that people actually do. And it makes me really interested to know why they do that. And have they seen any results? And just to know about whatever they believe in. That's really cool. But I personally wouldn't do that. Just because I've watched too many horror movies. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely like, <laughs> no. So, 
I'm looking at a couple more pictures, and yeah, it looks like there's some sort of like a shrine there or something like that. Or that's what it looks like to me. But... Oh, like an altar? No, not an altar. Like a shrine, yeah. Yeah, or I'm, maybe it's just the angle of the picture, because there's, it looks like a little... Not quite an altar, but it's more like a shrine. But I can't zoom in for some reason. That's what it looks like to me, but um, let me see if I can get a bigger picture of that. But as I'm doing that, um, let me see, I found a couple more factoids about this place. And it's been featured in shows as popular as Ghost Adventures from the Travel Channel. Do you ever see that show, by the way? Yes, I have. And I haven't seen that episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they made an episode just for Island of the Dolls. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, apparently they went... I, I would watch the show when I had cable, but I don't have cable anymore, so I stopped watching it. <laughs> um, and, I mean, people, of course, think that it's fake, whatever, but, I mean, yeah, I, I, I watched it because I thought <laughs> it was fun to watch. But, um, yeah, I can't swim in on that picture, but, yeah, it, it looks disturbing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, let me see, there's also... Another show from Amazon Prime called Lore. I've never heard of that one before. I'm not sure what it's I about. I have not. I have not heard about that one either. So allegedly, it's a American horror anthology series. I don't know if it's like urban, like urban legends, or if it's like a fiction show. Um, let me see. Yeah, I think it's a fictional show. It's not like a like an urban legends thing. It's I think it's like a, an actual. Um, what do you call those? Series? But anyways, uh, yeah, so that show was, or that show featured an, um, the Island of the Dolls in one of their episodes. And also on BuzzFeed Unsolved, which I don't know either. Oh, that one is really good. BuzzFeed Unsolved. I love that show. <laughs> it's actually on Hulu and on YouTube as well. Oh, cool. I'll definitely look into that then. But not tonight. <laughs> tonight I want to go to sleep in peace. Um, <laughs> and well, to get there, the only way you can get is through a trajinera, which is basically a boat. Kind of like the ones they have in, in Venice. There's a, You gotta push with a long stick to move along the water. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, people have these boats and they actually carry people, tourists, back and forth for a living for this. And it takes about an hour or two round trip, plus whatever time you spend in the actual island. And it also says there's a museum there. And, oh, maybe that's the, the what I thought was a shrine. It says here there's a small museum with articles from newspapers about the island and the guy that lived there before there is a store <laughs> like a souvenir store <laughs> i guess and three rooms so hmm i wonder if they rent those out <gasps> oh that would be so cool so apparently also as well they can also see the first doll that santana collected or that he may have offered to the little girl? Or was his favorite doll? And her name was Agustinita. That's really interesting. I wonder if you can take pictures at the museum or at the store or where these rooms are. That's really interesting. I would think so. I mean, there's a lot of pictures here, so I'm, I'm guessing that they do get permission to take pictures. Um, I do think that the gentleman, when he was alive, Julian Santana, he would actually charge people to take pictures. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but I mean, I, I don't know if that's still the norm or if you can just go there and, and um, take whatever pictures you want. Um... I don't know, I mean, it looks like a very... What's the word I'm looking for? Unique, for sure, but... A very mysterious location. 
there's something about a place like this. So do you think... I don't know how to ask this question. Um, <laughs> do you think that certain places have a vibe that lends themselves to become places like this, if that makes sense? And you mean by haunted, or...? Yeah, so, I mean, what I'm asking is, this place looks... all Everything about it looks, <laughs> to me... Off. Yeah, like, off, disturbing, creepy. There's a lot of water around there, there's a lot of trees and plants and grass. Stuff like that, plus, of course, the dolls. And don't forget that sign that warns you about getting dismembered and... <laughs> <laughs> so, but what I mean is, is, um... Or I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you think this could have been built anywhere else but here? No. I would say no. I feel this place... Just from my first thoughts, looking at pictures and stuff, my first thought was, this has to be a place that was called to be what it is today, if you know what I mean. Like it was meant to be that way, right? Yes. Like, it definitely wanted to be honored in such a way. But I will mention, have you seen the movie Hatchets? I believe I saw one of the sequels, but not the original. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what this also reminds me of. Yeah, actually, yeah, so, you're right. If you want to experience a bit of the hatchet, <laughs> because you go <laughs> on the boat to get to this place, <laughs> you will be surrounded by lots of creepy dolls and that give you the heebie-jeebies. So that is awesome if you want to get that. Boo sensation. <laughs> but yeah, that's what this also definitely reminds me of is that movie. And I wonder if they do anything special during Halloween season. Hmm, I, I bet they do. Maybe like for Dia de Muertos. Yes. Oh, that would be so cool to see. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet people go up, up there and... I mean, if they're, if they're asking for favors and stuff like that, I guess that would be a time in which a lot of them would go because of the significance of that in, in our culture in Mexico. So, that date. Um, yeah, it definitely reminds me of, of that hatchet too. And also of, of, why not, the Jason movies. I mean, it's got the, the trees and the water. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, oh to yeah. my recollection, I don't think there's any dolls in Crystal Lake. <laughs> I hope not. But if they added dolls to Crystal Lake, I think I would stop watching the Jason movies. <laughs> For sure. I mean, even though it's my favorite film series of all time, I think I would definitely stop watching it if I noticed that there's dolls like these hanging out in the in the trees in Crystal Lake. Uh, no, that's too much for me to handle. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I think I would go to this place, but it would have to be broad daylight. And I'll need to carry like five crucifixes and maybe like a gallon of holy water. <laughs> and maybe have three priests with me <laughs> to bless the, the boat. <laughs> oh, boy. That I'm going. I mean, maybe not that, that much, but I would, yeah, I would. Carry some type of spiritual protection. <laughs> I asked you the question about if you thought certain places were meant to be become like this because I, I think that certain places have some sort of a vibe or an essence to them that over time they become like this they become unique they become like something very what could be disturbing for some people and there's locations that are similar to this in different places in the world I think there's there's something called an is it the Elf Island or something like that? Somewhere in, in Europe, I think. The, Whoa, and what is that? Uh, let me see if I can find out because I read about it real quick. Do they have gnomes? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Let me see. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, no. Gnomes always freak me out for some reason. Uh, yeah, it's, it's called Gnome Island and it's in Manchester, England. 
but I, I mean it's much smaller from the pictures than what this is and it's just basically like a it's like a little cement thing that's in like in the middle of a river or lake and there are what looks to be like garden gnomes in there but there's only a few of them maybe like 10 or 12 of them so yeah it's nowhere near like what the amount of <laughs> of dolls that there are in this island but i mean why would anybody want to do that <laughs> why create an island in which creepy little gnomes are just hanging out forever Gnomes would definitely, that is one doll that kind of creeps me out just because I have seen them in horror movies and they are freaky. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, Maria, and I hope it's not too invasive, but I, I was, I wanted to ask you, I've always wanted to know, like me personally, and... Of course, I mean, you can share as much as you like, not everything, but when did you become a fan of dolls? Do you remember? Yes, I do. I remember the <laughs> date, <laughs> how old I was, and what doll. <laughs> so both my parents were, are, oh, yeah, were horror fans, and so when I was a little girl, I believe I was four years old and this was in the year of 98 i remember i was watching the x-files with my mom in bed and she had i believe she had it on the tv um so it was regular tv it wasn't a movie it was a movie happening on tv so it was the x-files first and then right after child's play came out <laughs> <laughs> and I fell in love with Chucky. So and that was my very first horror film I ever watched. Other, I believe the earliest horror show I may have seen was, is that one. My earliest memory was The X-Files. So it was right after The X-Files, Child's Play came out. And I was so excited. I loved seeing Chucky just run. <laughs> so cute. And I remember telling my mom that I wanted a Chucky doll. So she bought me a Chucky doll that same year, I think, when I mentioned that I really wanted him. And I had a Chucky doll. And this was in 98. I believe Child's Play came out... I'm not sure what... I know it had already been out for years before. Yeah, I think it was like 91, 92 maybe. It was the early 90s. Yeah, so I wasn't even born yet. So it, it, it just... It was on TV and I watched it. And so ever since then, I fell in love with dolls. All kinds of dolls. Creepy ones, porcelain, Barbie dolls. And my mom... My mom did say when I was a baby, baby, like not even one yet I loved baby dolls so a lot of my pictures I had baby baby dolls and then she said it was until I was one or about one or two years old that I would go pick out Barbie dolls so I guess I may have just always loved dolls but it didn't really I didn't really understand the love I had for horror dolls until Chucky it's pretty disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's disturbing. <laughs> because, I mean, uh, it kind of just goes against what a lot of people would say is the norm. Because the whole point of Chucky is to scare you. And yet, <laughs> for you, it was the opposite. You became a huge fan of his. And over time, you became a doll collector. So, um, that's definitely very <laughs> a very cool story i mean but after chucky i mean as you got older you started collecting more and more and i see your pictures on instagram and your videos on youtube and you have several of them right yes i have so many and i love my favorite ones are the ones that i make by hand <laughs> so over the years too my dad has bought me some even some of my friends make me horror dolls as well and i love making 
corridors myself. So I'll put, I'm, I tried to make bloody looking dolls using red nail polish and it looks so real, it looks so real <laughs> to the real thing. And I love it so much. I actually, my favorite doll right now that I, that I made is this Barbie doll. It's a David's bridal Barbie doll and I made her faceless and then I put blood all over her mouth and it, it's beautiful and I used red lipstick to make the blood effect so it's oh so pretty and I also used that spirit Halloween it's not wax it's this makeup type of thing that's supposed to it's like wound makeup and I used it on the doll and then I added all the redness to it and oh it's beautiful I just, I love it so much. And I, I have a whole bedroom just for dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So when you modify your dolls, what gives you the idea? So you feel inspired by something or do you already have buy the doll or, or get it with an idea in mind or does that come later? Yeah, so a lot of my dolls do come from inspiration, like a lot of the dolls in my dollhouse. I have, um, there's one, and I love Hellraiser. I love that movie. <laughs> so I made a skeleton, <laughs> bloody looking one, exactly like Hellraiser. I love that film. So there are lots of dolls that I do make in inspiration by, but there are some, and I look at the doll and I think, think she would look so beautiful if she didn't have any eyes or anything but just blood in different places and so I just look sometimes I'll look at a regular doll and then this idea will come to me out of my head and I think wow I can make her even more beautiful by adding this <laughs> that's what I do and I think it's just the beauty of the doll that I automatically get this idea really quickly as soon as I see any doll that I want that is called to me in a way to screaming, saying, please make me beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I do. And it's so much fun. And I'm so happy that I'm not the only one <laughs> the only one who does this because I would sound so crazy. <laughs> but I love it. And they're all dolls. They're not people. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've always thought that's pretty cool on, like, for what you do. As far as the way you dress them up, the way you decorate them. It's a little unnerving when I see them. <laughs> it's a little yeah. scary, not gonna lie, but but uh, it is cool, I think. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I also do, also, there are so many horror films that I just love, like Texas Chainsaw, and I love the bloody work that's done, like skin, human skin furniture. So I try to do that in a miniature version in dolls that is, totally fake and not real human skin so i love doing that <laughs> it's so much fun just to bring beauty into little small stuff and that isn't real human such. <laughs> so all my stuff is fake <laughs> i want to point I, that out i i'm gonna choose to believe you <laughs> <laughs> That everything is fake, and yes, uh, that'll let me sleep better tonight. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, as far as myself, um, I can't remember when I was first creeped out by a doll. Not every doll creeps me out, but especially the porcelain ones are the ones that I don't really get along with. Um, I think a lot of people have the same issue with them <laughs> as I do. And I do remember that when I moved over here, I moved to live with my aunt, my dad's sister, when I moved from Mexico. So, she had a couple of those in her house at some point. Oh, porcelain dolls? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I'm not sure how fancy they were or what quality, whatever, but they looked pretty... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, creepy, yes, but <laughs> but uh, they looked like they were very nicely dressed. Like, they, they looked fine, like like high quality, I guess. Uh, but I never really asked her where she got them or anything like that, because I thought that, that would have been weird. But I do remember one of them had a dark red dress, kind of like a wine, dark red color, with, I believe they were either beige or white highlights on the dress, and the hair on the doll was dark brown or black, and the eyes were green and the lips were red, and the hair was curly, and she had a little hat on and everything, and little shoes, and... Every time I walked by them, I could feel them watching me. <laughs> Somehow, I felt like they were watching me. Whoa. <gasps> oh, there are some dolls that do follow. Was Do you know if it was that? Or you just automatically felt like they were watching No, I, I felt like these things were watching me. Like, anytime I, I walked past them, I, I don't know if it was just me or if these were haunted dolls or <laughs> what the deal was. But the other one had a white dress, and she kind of looked... It wasn't a wedding dress, like a bridal dress, but it looked like a like a gown type of thing on it. And she also had a white little hat on her head. And that one, I think, had a blue eyes, and the other one had green eyes. But I always felt like they were watching me. And... One time, or a couple of times, actually, I don't know if it was just me or what it was, but... I woke up in the middle of the night and I could swear that I heard them walking in the house. <laughs> mm. Like little baby steps kind of like <laughs> Wow. So it didn't sound like a person walking, it sounded like something smaller walking around the house. I mean it could have oh, been a bug or a smaller. spider. Whoa. Yeah, because they were small dolls. I mean maybe they were like I don't know how long they were, maybe like a foot and a half. And I always remember that I, I i woke up a couple times in the middle of the night and i heard them i why i heard what sounded like steps in the hallway and i was like oh hell no <laughs> <laughs> and i just tried to i try to go back to sleep and not pay any attention to what was going on <laughs> i mean for all i know i could have been having a nightmare i don't know but I, I remember those couple nights that i woke up and then there was a room or there is room still in her house that in the second floor and it used to be a bedroom, but now one of my cousins converted it into a music studio. But back when I was younger, it was a bedroom. And every now and then I would sleep over there. It was meant for my oldest cousin to, to be there, but sometimes he wouldn't come home. He'd go out partying and stuff like that. And so, or he was out of town or something. So then when he wasn't around, I would go up there and just listen to music and just, just fall asleep and browse the internet until the late hours of the night. Anyways. Uh, a couple of times, I the same thing. I, I could swear that I heard what sounded like little baby steps going up the stairs. And I was like, oh my god, no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, so you heard steps coming up the stairs? That's, I mean, I thought that's what it sounded like to me. Oh, that is, even if it was a dream, that's still really creepy. Yeah, yeah, so oh, definitely wow. not, no. <laughs> So ever yeah, ever since living in that house, I lived in that house from the time that I was ten to when I was eighteen. Oh, I got out of high school. Yeah, I got out of high school and I moved out for college, and I was happy to not be there anymore <laughs> because I didn't have to see those dolls. No, but actually, I, I came back for about a year or two because I moved out to an apartment with some friends, and then things didn't work out anymore after a couple of years. So maybe I was back in her house for about another year or two while I was still in college. Uh, but by that point, I don't remember seeing the dolls in her house anymore. Maybe she put them away or something. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> that, that was like, oh, yes, thank you. I don't want to see him ever Or again. maybe they, they started talking <laughs> to her. Or <laughs> giving off vibes. No. Um, and I do have another creepy doll story, if you want to hear it. Yes, please. <laughs> So, this 
happened allegedly to my brother, one of my brothers. He was the first one of us to have kids. And his first daughter was born around 2000. And for a while, they lived in my aunt's house in Mexico. So my aunt rented the house out to them and they lived there for about a year or two. And then they were able to move to the US. But anyways, when his daughter was a baby, somebody got her a doll. And I think it was one of those Cabbage Patch dolls or one of those things with weird hair. And it was one of those things that when you press the belly button or something, it would talk to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I think you can see where this is going. Um, basically, what my brother said happened one night is that he woke up and the thing was talking. By itself? Well, like... he thought that his daughter was playing with it because she would sleep in the crib in the same room with him. So he thought, I mean, he, he woke up because he heard what sounded like a voice. He says, yeah, I, I heard talking in the room. And I was like, well, what's going on? So I woke up and I heard the doll talking, but I was still half asleep. So I didn't understand what it was saying. <laughs> so he figured, oh, my daughter is awake and she's messing around with the doll, right? But the little girl was not awake. And this thing was next to her in the crib and then she woke up and then she started crying because she heard it talking but oh no actually no actually no excuse me that's not the way it happened the way it happened is the girl woke up and so then my brother took the batteries of the thing because he's like what's going on <laughs> and he kept talking according to After my brother right? he removed according to my brother yeah according to my brother this this happened and that's when the girl started crying because she's like well, what what's going on and that the voice wasn't the voice of the doll, that it was like a deeper voice talking to them. And he doesn't want to tell me what it was, it was saying, telling them. He wouldn't tell me what the thing was saying because he's like, nah, I'm not going to repeat what the thing was saying because it's too, too, like, dark and stuff. So, my oldest brother, which is not this brother that I'm talking about, he's really sensitive to stuff. He believes in supernatural things as well. But this brother that I'm talking about, the middle one, he's very skeptical. He doesn't really believe in, in supernatural stuff that much. And for him to tell me the story, I, he wouldn't be the kind of person that's making things up. So, especially when it comes to stuff like that. So when I ask him, he's like, no, nope, I don't want to talk about it. Nope, never happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he did tell me the story once. But after that, he doesn't want to ever talk about it again. And he says that what he ended up doing is he ended up just throwing the, the thing in the trash and just took it out of the house and just chucked it out the, into the landfill. I don't know what happened, but he got rid of it. Long story short. And yeah, so. So maybe he didn't want to invite anything evil, maybe? Yeah, I mean, like I said, he didn't never really told me what the doll was saying because he says that it started talking like with the phrases that whatever, like, Oh, be my friend, whatever, like, whatever they say. And, but then that, the more that it was talking, it started saying other stuff that it normally wouldn't say. Until eventually the voice changed, and I don't know what, and, and start saying all these things. And, I mean, I can only guess what the thing was saying, but he didn't really want to repeat what the doll was saying to him. So, yeah, him and his wife were freaked out, and, and his little girl was crying, and... Yeah, so what he did is he, he threw it in the trash and got rid of it, and they never saw it again, thankfully. Imagine if he came back. Oh. <laughs> oh no that sounds like a horror film gone wrong oh yeah no hell no i would burn it and just oh, wow. leave the house burn the house down i i do <laughs> actually have a i recorded a video of this doll that my dad bought me at one of those flea markets well i guess i would say it's one of those flea markets where it's an outdoor one and there are multiple vendors so my dad purchased this one doll and I remember working and hearing this doll cry or laugh while I was working and it's sitting next to me so I grabbed my phone 
and I started recording. I believe I still have the video, actually. And you can hear a little girl say, I think I asked, what is your name? Just jokingly, just ask what the doll's <laughs> name was. And she responded. And it freaked me out so bad that I didn't ask about anything else. I think I just asked her name and who did she belong to, perhaps? And also, I've seen Annabelle, and I know how these things work. So I definitely didn't continue the conversation on asking any more questions or if it may have responded to anything off or evil or something like that. So I, I stopped it there, but I do have the recorder of, and it sounds like a little girl. I think I saw that video. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, I, I shared it uh -huh. long time. It must've been about two years ago. Yeah. And I still have it on my YouTube as private, I think. But yeah, it's really creepy. And that was the last doll experience, creepy <laughs> doll experience <laughs> that I went through. So let me ask you this. Do you still have that doll or do you get rid of it? Yes, I do. I still have her. And <laughs> it's so weird, but I have her on my bed that is in my office and for some reason ever since that time I have felt the need to place her right in the center of the bed and so I have all my other little stuffed like I have a Sam from Trick or Treat stuffed animal that I'm sewed and stuff so I like making dolls as well so I have them all placed on my bed and such but she is the only doll that I have her in the center and that's the very first thing when you come into my office and everything so I don't know if that's just a coincidence um ever since that time it happened I don't know, but I do recommend that you don't talk to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I haven't yet. I think I sent it to one of my friends nearby and she said, okay, you can probably keep her, but don't talk to her because she heard the little girl's voice too in the video. So ever since that was probably my last haunted ex doll experience. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah definitely don't want to be asking anything yeah, no. <laughs> or inviting anything creepy or who knows i think most of us would have just burned that thing and just throw the ashes away and <laughs> as far away as possible but i mean you kept it so that's i don't know maybe like you said some things are just especially if you have a need to keep her close and, and put her in a certain way i mean yeah, it's definitely creepy, but yeah, I haven't, I have, and I, I plan not to, just, just for safety reasons, but I do have her in that position, and I love, I love her too. I also did change her a bit as well. I made her eyes kind of gray about two years ago after the recording happened, so... And now she looks really creepy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I kind of made her skin almost kind of like burnt a little bit or bloody or something. I don't know. I, I think I just saw her and I thought, oh, she needs a little makeover. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what I did. And so, yeah, so it's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to bring up one more thing before we sign off for the night, Maria. Okay. And that is that, like anything else, there is a scientific word for the fear of dolls. Because, and I'm not going to go too much into this, but basically, 
a person can become scared of anything. And that is called a phobia, right? In, in general terms. And there are different levels of phobias. I mean, some people can handle looking at something, but they can't handle touching it. Some people can't even look at it, at whatever they're scared of because that, that actually is enough to trigger them. Some people can't even talk about it, for that matter. So there's different levels, but the word for the fear of dolls is pediophobia. I have heard that word before, but I didn't know that's what it was for. Mm -hmm. It's pediophobia. And people can be scared, according to this article that I'm reading, of anything that's human-like as far as a doll. So, for example, the ventriloquist dummies, which are disturbing also, on a different level. Uh, <laughs> there's also the statues in wax museums, department store mannequins, puppets or animatronics from theme parks, etc. So... Yeah, I mean, just I just wanted to bring that up because that is an actual thing. Some people are scared so much of dolls that it falls into the phobia category. I don't think that's the case for me. I mean, I can handle looking at a doll. I can handle touching them, but not my aunt's dolls. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically not those. Um, and the ones that look like them, the porcelain ones, I stay away from them. So maybe it's like a mild case of this phobia <laughs> that I have. <laughs> So, anything else you might want to add, Maria? No. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so having said that, that was our episode on the Island of the Dolls slash, I guess it became also a creepy doll story episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we just started with the idea of doing an episode on the... Isla de las Muñecas, because that is a very unique place, and it's a very um, mysterious location, I would say. And incidentally, Mariah, you know that I have a Spanish channel, right? Yes, it is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So the story for tomorrow, because we're recording on a Sunday, mind you, and stories drop in Spanish on Mondays on my YouTube channel. So, guess what the topic of that story is going to be? <gasps> oh, is it going to be that the Mexican Annabelle that you mentioned before? Um, it's inspired by that, so yeah. <gasps> kind of. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, you just made my night. <laughs> <laughs> because what I do on that channel is I, I write stories, like short stories that I come up with myself. But, of course, I'm inspired by other sources, you know, like every writer. And so I narrate these stories in Spanish, and the topic is a porcelain doll. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's one way of facing your fears. Write about them. Uh, be <laughs> become the doll, because at one point I actually do the voice of the doll. <laughs> oh. oh, on the record, on the episode? But I don't, I don't want to say too much, because I don't want to spoil it for you. But... Oh! Yeah. Oh, but, uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might enjoy that little nugget of information there. And if you out there in the audience know Spanish and want to be freaked out by that and other stories, I think I'm up to 14 with this one or 15. But anyways, I'm going to try to keep publishing stories every Monday on there. So, yeah. And as far as us, Mariah, we do have social media before we reveal the topic for the next episode, which will be the season ending of this podcast we will be back we will be taking a break for a few weeks maybe a month or so for life reasons and before we get into that though let's remind them that we do have our social media accounts facebook twitter instagram etc and they can find us by going to our linktree page which is linktree.com slash myths behind lgds if you listen through uh excuse me through Spotify or Anchor, the podcast description has a link to that. So you can feel free to click there and visit our social medias, buy some merch, and by all means, do leave us a five-star review because we are cool like that. 
So, Mariah, what is the topic for the season ender? Yes, so I'm... Oh, you are just so amazing for saying yes to this. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to mention that. But my ultimate favorite horror movie in my whole wide world is The Ring. Chan, chan, chan. So... I'm looking forward to that because I haven't seen The Ring in several years. I think it's been about 10 years probably since the last time that I saw it. Mm. <laughs> I was I was younger back then, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I believe I was seven when it came out. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I was in college, actually. I remember my friends going oh. to see it to the theater. <laughs> <gasps> in theaters? Oh, uh -huh. that's so yeah. amazing. I don't think I got to see it in theaters. I can't remember going to see this one, but I... Do remember I saw it when I was around 18 or 20, somewhere in that time period. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that movie for sure, because I know you're excited about it, and it's a good movie, I like it. I just haven't had a chance to see it again. I love that film. So good. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Alright, so yeah, having said all that, that was our episode on the Island of the Dolls, Isla de las Muñecas, slash creepy doll stories that we had. And, <laughs> yeah, um, try to stay away from creepy porcelain dolls, dolls that look at you, dolls that talk to you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Any kind of doll in general, please just don't don't mess with them. Um, yeah, especially if they are talking to you in the middle of a field. <laughs> mm -hmm. Can you imagine going here and the dolls talk to you, like in the, in the isla, whatever? <laughs> <gasps> no. I... Uh, there's so many of them, though. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's even more terrifying. I think I can just handle one right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like all thousands. Two thousand voices just talking to you at, at once. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm playing music and people are singing my song back to me, that's a cool <laughs> uh, ex experience. But if there's dolls talking to you in the middle of nowhere, then hell no. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah by all means stay away from that and until we see you on the next one which will be the season end have a good one